Stories for Eliminating Anxieties We think in stories, said Lisa Krohn, author of the book Wired for Stories. This makes storytelling the mind's virtual reality. This process helps in shaping our decision-making according to Dr. Antonio Damasio. Thus, we learn from the experiences of the protagonist and make our own decisions for the future. This information sent my scholarly brain in a 90-degree spin. What about charts, statistics, and the difficult language we scholars deploy to prove our higher-than-average IQ? Well, turn out that it is us scholars in need of some re-education, particularly about the workings of the mind. We have this mistaken belief that capability to reason is what makes us different, or in some people's perception, better than animals. On the contrary, humans are more emotional than animals. We express quite a range of emotions quite unique to us. And these emotions are the key to the power of stories. The question is, why do we think in stories? The clue is somewhat provided by scientists studying human evolution. According to them, storytelling was evolved to protect us. Protect us? One might ask. Well, this is what the scientists believe that stories were evolved to serve the purpose of our survival. Storytelling conveyed critical information on which our survival depended. Imagine our hunter-gatherer ancestors in Africa with no writing skills. How will they transfer critical survival and hunting information to the next generation? I deployed my mind's storytelling capability and came up with the story of a Stone Age father telling his son the following. My child, once upon a time I rose up early to find food for the family. It was still dark and I had a long way to go. I planned to hunt a big animal so I can spend the next few weeks with the family. I decided to head for the river, which is by the mountain you see over there. My child, all animals come to the river for a drink. And this saves me precious time and energy wandering around. There are a few trees on the left bank of the river, by the rock formation over there. You cannot find a better place to hide as animals are wary of each other particularly us humans. As I was walking toward the river, I heard some rustling in the bushes. Fearing it might be a predator, I climbed the nearby tree so I can have a panoramic view of the landscape. Turn out, the sounds were due to a group of pigs walking toward the river. This is how a father would have transferred valuable information rather than drawing charts or giving him a boring to-do list. Something we call a mistaken belief will work. I am thinking it is because of that hunter-gatherer ancestor that I walk and able to write today. So now that the child has listened to this story, he developed an appetite for it. This is because anything related to our survival pings our mind's attention, according to Dr. Richard Rastak. Coupled with that, our brain rewards us with powerful pleasure chemicals called dopamine when we are curious. Now you know why we get pleasure from gossip. Some scientists believe that gossip was and still is our intelligence gathering mechanism. After all, we need to know who is having an affair with whom in the office or who is friends with whom in the hierarchy chain. This is all critical information to survive in the ruthless savanna of the office world. The power of storytelling over our mind is an established fact. However, like everything else, there is a downside to this if not channeled properly. When we ruminate or worry, our survival component in the brain called the amygdala get activated. This increases our heart rate, the blood is diverted away from the digestive tract, and the body is prepared for action, which is commonly termed as flight or fight. 
This is due to a chemical called adrenaline released by the body. This state of alertness is designed for short bursts, but can take its toll on our body if done regularly. This can result in depression, anxiety, early aging, damage to our career prospects, and social relationships. This all happens because we tell a wrong story or stories to ourselves constantly. According to Dr. Aaron Beck, our feelings are caused by our thoughts, be they negative or positive. In his words, when you tell yourself that you have done something bad or hurt someone you love, these trigger feeling of guilt. When you tell yourself that you are in danger, this causes feeling of anxiety. When you tell yourself that you are a failure or a loser, this causes feeling of depression. In a way, anxiety is conned fear, where you worry about things that are not real. Real fear is when you are really in danger and is actually healthy for our survival. To change behavior, we must break the cycle of negative thought and our belief in that thought. We need to replace the negative thought with a positive to change our behavior. However, this is difficult. Since when we are depressed, we strongly believe in the truth of those thoughts. There are remedies available to get us out of this negative trance and they all involve telling ourselves a different story. Have you ever noticed that when our friends are down and depressed, we usually encourage them and tell them things will be alright? How come we don't do that to ourselves? Next time we catch ourselves deep in negative stories, we should imagine our amygdala as a friend or relative we are talking to. We should start telling it positive stories. All religions have been doing that for centuries. It is called prayers. Things does not need to be real for the brain to believe in the moment. For instance, when amygdala see a video of heights, it starts to believe it and creates physical sensation like tingling in the body, particularly in our legs. Similarly, we can fool the amygdala when we are suffering anxiety or stress or in a state of fear by showing it some positive images or thought patterns called positive thinking. Another common story we tell ourselves is about things we don't have. This can cause a lot of suffering as our mind gets the message of scarcity. So, rather than complaining and worry about things we don't have, we can tell ourselves the story of what we have. From kings to paupers, we all have something and we all lack something. Our lives are a struggle to have it all. But there is no promise of everyone having everything. The moment we tell ourselves the story of what we do possess, the brain has no choice but to bask in the happy hormones as abundance is what it craves. Finally, the story we must tell ourselves is what the Stoic philosopher Epictetus advised two millennia ago. We suffer more in imagination than in reality, he said. How many times did things turn out exactly as you feared? Your tragedies and your pains will be different than what you imagine, and you have no control over that. The most important story you need to repeat is that nothing is beyond your capacity to endure and every situation can be improved. We humans have been doing just that since our first ancestor walked the earth.